Hi, just before the show starts, I want to again put out a little apology if you hear any technical difficulties throughout the show. Towards the end of the show, we're still trying to get our method down packed. I'm still trying to get my hand into editing, and that leads me to my next apology. I apologize if this is late. I'm still trying to get on the schedule. I'm a procrastinator, so when I go to edit this, you know, it takes me a while. I am going throughout the whole thing, breaking up into segments, cutting out dead air, cutting out what doesn't seem right, trying to pick and choose. I'm going back, rewinding, listening to the recording over and over again. So once again, I want to apologize for any technical difficulties, and I apologize for the delay. Thank you. I mean, I'm just waiting for you to finally wake up and decide to record with me. I mean, I just keep feeling all left on my lonesome. You were supposed to have uploaded the other episodes already, and you know? Okay, okay. So, confession time. The next episode I will be uploading will be this one. Because episode three and four are horribly ruined. Because what? it turns out there there is an echo. A red echo, echo. With us on That's Skype. That's why I'm wearing headphones. Because oh, it's going to pick up my it. echo too? It doesn't seem like it. It's only, it's literally only on my end, and I don't know why. Do we have the mics in episode three? The mics seem to pick up pretty well. So I don't know why there's such a big echo. I thought about, oh, what if I put my computer like halfway across the room? Would that help? And I was like, let me just get some headphones, and that should solve it. Hey, eventually we'll get it worked out. And so to our five listeners so far, all of which I think are friends, stick out with us. I'm pretty sure two of those listeners are us. <laughs> no, Danny listened to the episode. So we have at least one real person listening. At least there's one real person. <laughs> that's, that's all we need. That's all we need. So uh, I apologize for just skipping from episode two to episode five. There's technical difficulties. We don't know what we're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. That's true. Try, <laughs> try my best. Hey, we use Wikipedia as a source for information. I think it's pretty clear how unsophisticated we are at this point. <laughs> you, you're right. You're right, though. The one site that all of our professors tell us not to <laughs> use our sources. Yeah, the one we're told not to use is the one that we decide to use. I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. That's true. I don't think it's very long. I'll just say this. Hello. Welcome to Cheers to the Mouse. I'm, I'm Kiki. I'm Amber. And, and she's we a are here now. today to talk about Big Hero 6. Yes, we are. Which I feel like is a really good movie that was it was pretty popular, actually. You think so? I felt like it was overshadowed by Frozen, you know? I mean, it was, but it still, like, statistically speaking, did pretty well, according to, to our that. little friend, Wikipedia. That's good. Um, it's a really the highest good... highest animation film of 2014. Wow. It came out twenty. I felt old. It came out twenty fourteen. Yeah, I know. That was I could not have been six years ago. I could not have been fourteen when this movie came out. I mean, 
there's a slight disagreement with <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so this came out almost a year after Frozen. Hmm. I wonder why I... Did something else come out with Big Hero 6? Because I feel like it was overshadowed by something. Okay, it came out in 2014, which is when Guardians of the Galaxy, Maleficent, and Captain America Winter Soldier all came out. Mm, maybe that's what I was thinking of, because those are that's a lot to come out during that year. Yeah. In the U.S. and Canada, the film is the second highest grossing science fiction animation film behind WALL-E, second highest grossing animated superhero comedy film behind The Incredibles, Second highest grossing Disney animated film behind Frozen. And it earned over $657.8 million worldwide. Was the highest grossing animated film of 2017. And it won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. And the Kids Choice Award for Favorite Animated Movie. You said 2017 it won the Academy Award? 14. You win the award the year you come out. I think that's how those work. That's why I was asking. I was a little bit confused. Just a little. That's okay. I'm usually a lot of confused. <laughs> thing that I found really interesting while looking through the Wikipedia thing, wondering if you were going to ever wake up or not. <laughs> you know, we sometimes oh, have yeah. to worry about that for you. Is that Disney apparently has this trend to where they like to make movies without researching their subject matter they're about to make a movie about. And so the way this movie got into like plot was when Disney bought Marvel, they told them to start looking through the old archives and find things that they could make adaptations for. And apparently when they discovered Don Hall is accredited to being the one to discover Big Hero 6. And apparently that was, he just found it and that was how they did it but they didn't actually read the works very much no one does their research the story paul briggs only wrote a few issues of the comics while screenwriter robert bard admitted he had not read the comic at all per wikipedia big hero six so i wonder how it is compared to the comics then yeah, that's one thing that I was kind of curious about. I didn't know if you'd looked at it, the comics in the, but apparently they didn't read their material. So they're kind of like mm-hmm. someone giving an unprepared presentation. Well, you know what? They did a darn good job. I will say that. Um, I do feel bad for anyone who has read the comics and seen the movie and it doesn't match up. I hate when that happens. I know. I hate when that happens so much. DC, are you listening? Hi. <laughs> I I hate that so and to say Big Hero 6 is an amazing movie it is what, such what? an amazing movie I really am curious though because they talk about de- having to design Baymax mm-hmm. and so like I guess even Baymax himself was redesigned by them for this because they went and looked at different like robots and they found one that was inflated in vinyl and that's where you got Baymax from. I really want to get my hand on one of those comics. I know. Let me look up on Google real fast while you talk about something. I'm just going to start going ahead to the plot while you look it up. Okay. Um, also, can you make me a um, Baymax, please? Please, oh, please. Can I make you one? Um, I can try my best. I don't know. 
I'm not the most technological idiot person around here, so I don't know how he'll come out, but I'm going to try my best. Let's see the plot. Um, so we're starting off in this wonderful city of San Francisco, which I would love to join. I would love to go there because I've always wanted to go to Japan. I've always wanted to go out to California. Seems like a great place combining the two. Um, the way we start off is we see this kid who's bot fighting um, and he what's it called? When you, he kind of scams him, but there's a certain name. Swindle? Con. Swindle? Yes, yes. Con. I, I feel like there's a more specific name. For it. I think he can't. He, he pretends he to be cons- an unexperienced noob. Yep, and he cons this big mafia guy, I'm assuming, um, into bot fighting. And he was like, I don't know how to bot fight, but I have all this money. And they do two rounds. Uh, oh, hey. That does not even look like... <laughs> Yeah. So what Kiki is now reacting to is I found an old comic book from Big Hero 6 and I am proud to tell you that it looks nothing at all like the Big Hero 6 from the movie. So do be wary of that. However, they do have manga that has been put out since the movie that is based off of the movie. If you're interested in that. I'm so sorry if you've read the original comments and you were so overly disappointed. I am so sorry. Yeah. Um, but you know what? If you read the original comments, I doubt you're listening to our podcast because I don't know. We only have one person. Yeah, I mean, the odds of us having someone listening to us is not <laughs> extraordinarily high, but that makes the like pressure go away. We can just say stuff and post it and pretend that people care. <laughs> you're right you're right everyone cares about this podcast everyone i mean okay. i care about this podcast uh, and it gives me a good excuse to watch disney movies so it's everything i need in life yeah. so we're playing at the robot fight and we have this super tricked out robot that beats the other one by literally taking it apart which is amazing yes um, so the kid, he he obviously cons the dude out of a lot of money, and as he's about to get beat up, a mysterious man arrives on a motor. What is that called? A um, okay. motorcycle. It's a yes. Okay. Thank you. Which, which by the way, that moped was going pretty darn fast for a moped. We a speedy boy. Like that 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 should have straight up been a motorcycle. Um, so but to the, moped, the older brother comes and rescues him yep 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 and they escape from the bad guys only to run right into the cops wonk, and wonk. I guess let's assume that Hero who is our who is the main character the one who is bot fighting who is 14 years old was arrested because he was in jail and Tadashi and Hiro's aunt came and picked them up and took them home. Uh, we kind of learn uh, along the way. I'm trying to think. Is this where we learned here? Basically, to um, their aunt 
has been raising them. Yeah, because she years. talks about how she wasn't prepared for this and she doesn't know how to raise children. And she probably should have bought some books on it, but she didn't. And so this is how they turned out. And you know what? Can I just say, I feel like she's a little, she's like 10 years too late to be saying all that because she's already raised them. <laughs> well, one of them's in those crucial teen years, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but Tadashi, she um, definitely already raced, and it's kind of rip on that one. But Hiro, Hiro's brother, Hiro, Hiro. offers to take him to a bot fight that he plans to go to. And instead of taking yep. him to the bot fight, he takes him to his school for nerds. Which his college. I would love to go to this college. It looks like so much fun. Of course, it does. It's animated. Um. <laughs> and they also don't show any of the classes it's just lab work uh, I would kind of like that kind of have fun in the lab but it's still a lot of work um. it's only a lot of work if you're having to do school labs where they make you write up everything and write overly complicated lab reports that no one would ever do if they were in a real lab for no reason that I'm sure that they really don't leave. Okay, let's move on. Um, so they go to the nerd school and Tadashi is showing Hiro around and Hiro's like, oh, oh, wow. Um, this nerd school seems pretty cool. Um, and at the end of it, he Hiro gets to meet this uh, pretty amazing dude, this professor, um, who seems to play an important part in robotics I'm guessing I I don't think they really like well they mentioned he's the one who had developed the technology that Hero was using for his bot that was being fought because yeah. he was and- talking about the type of robot that he was using and then his brother so kindly was like yo dude he's the one who invented that and he was like ah <laughs> so can you name all other people from the Institute. No. <laughs> um, wasabi, Fred, Honey Lemon. One more. I forgot her name. What's go, her name? Go. I forgot her name. Go, go. That's so easy. Well, it's also so not easy. because the other two are by food. And then you have Go, yeah. go. Who the reason why she gets her name is that she's very much into being athletic and going quick. Whereas Wasabi yes. is very precise and is working on lasers. Honey Lemon is a mad scientist kind of character who is working on chemistry work. Who's very happy and bubbly too. Yes. I love Honey Lemon so much. Mm-hmm. She's so tall. Oh my God. <sighs> Um, and, and then and we have Fred. His brother, who is working on a robot called... Baymax. The Baymax. Virtual health assistant. Yes. Personal yeah. health care assistant. Pers- there we go. Personal health care assistant. Eh, you know, nurse. He's a nurse. He's a doctor. All rolled up into one. Um, and so after this, he becomes more encouraged in the school and he decides that he really, really has to go to this university. Because he he's already graduated high school. How the f- 
how did he do that? <laughs> he he got he got some reverse psychology mojo done on him and he is obsessed with going to the school. Um so now it's about you know I'm unsure about like how long it is from when Hero is first obsessed with going to the school and the showcase that helps him get into the school. Like what's the time frame? Of that? Um, let's see if I'm given a timestamp. Because it doesn't seem like it's a year, but it no. that sucks. This movie just kind of really took an unexpected turn. It wasn't all what I thought it was going to be. It didn't turn out like I thought it was going to be. And I think that's one of the good reasons why it's such a really good movie. Right. It's so dynamic and it's really quickly moving. So yes. he comes up with this design to do many microbots that he immensely controls and so they're able to join together to lift him up build structures and do the letter that the letter that soon? smart kids school does he get the letter that soon is it and then the other guy comes to like make the picture to get him of course heroes who who was a little bit starstruck um, his hero, <laughs> hero's hero comes and like don't don't do that. Come to my school. Come to my school. Got you. So yes, we are we are introduced at the showcase. We're introduced to an enemy who likes to take scientists' inventions and basically, you know, buy them off. We see we see them all leaving, heading off to go celebrate that the fact that hero was accepted. So. Unfortunately, there was a fire. Dun, dun, dun. There was a big explosion at the showcase. Others come running back out. There is someone who goes running by and says that Professor Callahan is still stuck inside. Callahan is the hero that he was worshipping. And so... Hero worshipping. Tadashi, being such an amazing person he is, runs back inside and saves, tries Callahan, and that's the key word there, tries. And unfortunately, they were both lost in the fire, which I will say this, was very sad, but at least they were the only two casualties, because that was a pretty big explosion. Yeah. Um, and, and we see Hero standing there as the explosion happens, which means he's lost his third, lost his immediate family. You are now at timestamp 23 minutes into the show. You have a funeral montage because he dies, and you see that Hero is secluding himself from the world. And depressed, which, um, which is another thing I like that they show that, you know, this is what happens when a loved one dies, and it's not just all... Oh, we're sad. Oh, we're back up. You know, they really show can be. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, we we know it's been a couple of weeks or maybe a month or two past because Hero's aunt comes to him talking about how even though the semester has started, you can still register in the school. Um, I'm thinking it has been a couple months only because if it's only been a couple weeks, I don't think she would rush Hero that fast to go back to school. Uh, Wikipedia plot section. It's two weeks later. Okay, two weeks. That's what Wiki it, says. 
now I'm upset because how you just expect this 14 year old to get over his brother's death in two weeks and go to class? Well, I think it's less expecting him to get over his brother's death and more just wanting him to no longer just be sitting around sulking. Because well, when at least when I'm in a big depressive episode, just sitting around is what I want to do, but it's very counterproductive to. But I mean, that. that was his last immediate family. Let the boy pull a Bella Swan and more. Well, look, it's not Twilight and we're not some sappy, glittering vampire, okay? I love Twilight. Don't, <laughs> Don't shit on my Edward. <laughs> I'm getting the finger here, folks. Okay, so... so uh, stubbing his toe evades Baymax, yelling owl, which... And which, which uh, cutest scene ever of Baymax awakening and trying to get from Tadashi's room area of the room to heroes and he's like moving around the bed and trying to move around scuffling along so cute and um, he tries to help him but hero resists and then he falls in a corner and then he bumps into his desk and knocks over a shelf so then he has robot minifigures fall onto him so in the whole process of resisting Baymax trying to help him feel better he makes himself feel worse <laughs> Yep. yep, yep. And so um, Baymax, of course, is still there to help. So he scans Hero and he's like, Hero, you know, loved ones will help. You know, uh, you need you need hugs. You need affection. He goes all psychoanalyzing Hero. Well, he analyzes him and then he talks about how he has very mood swings and <laughs> levels which means that he is going through a thing called puberty. Puberty? So to start trying to talk him through what it is. <laughs> it leads to quite a funny situation. Yes, 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 yes. And um, in the process of trying so to deactivate Baymax, Hero discovers that one of his microbots is in his jacket and still active. Yeah, it seems to be broken. But then Baymax takes another look at it and says, Hey, your robot seems to be, your little bot seems to be going somewhere. Um, but Hero doesn't believe him. He's like, so Baymax, Baymax says, Would discovering where your bot wants to go make you feel better? And Hero, in the perfect teenage sarcasm, says, Yeah, of course. <laughs> and what does Baymax do? He starts he follows the bot. Tokyo. <laughs> Which is quite funny. So you have this picture of a big marshmallow oh, bot walking hold down hold the urban streets following a little Good. I can hear you now. Following a little microbot in a petri dish. <sighs> and Hero so, starts chasing after Baymax because you don't want to have a robot loose in the city. Especially not one as big as Baymax. Who <laughs> seems to be causing trouble. <laughs> um, and so we see the two of them following, basically following the little nanobot and it leads to a warehouse. <laughs> 
And so the warehouse is locked, but Maybach knows the window and he helps Hero up into the window and tries to get into the window. <laughs> so he has to deflate to fit through the hole. And he deflates to the sound of a balloon slowly losing air. And then he, once he gets inside, he has to reinflate, which sounds like an air mattress reinflating. Yes. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, so while that's happening, Hero is following his box and he's so confused about what's going on. And who does he run into but a man in a mask? Well, first he discovers that someone is reproducing his microbots, which, which shouldn't be happening because they were all destroyed in, the, in fire. the fire. But then he runs into the man in the mask. Yes, yes, yes. Which I'm wondering how, I wonder, like, was his microbots easy to recreate, to, like, create to where anyone just had it, no one had done it before? Was that person just, like, because two weeks to do that seems like a short amount of time well just... the problem with answering your question is if i properly answer your question i will have to give a spoiler so can we touch back on that in a little bit yes yes we can <laughs> oh oh i just realized <laughs> <laughs> so okay. hero and baymax go running through the warehouse trying to escape from the microbots and eventually they manage to get out through the window. <laughs> and Hero decides then that he now knows what to do. They go to the police. Yep. And they try to follow a police report. And as you might expect, the police officer was not very enthusiastic about what they were talking about or understanding. Didn't seem to really believe them. Hmm. I mean, you have this kid and this robot who seems to be deflating and keep using up all my tape talking about some man in a mask. Um, Doing microbots. Microbots. Uh, so now when Hero realizes he's not going anywhere and that he, the cop threatened to call his parents, he leaves with Baymax. He was starting who is- to run low on battery. He, and he low battery little... Baymax is honestly the best thing in the world and it makes me remember um, how I am when I'm half asleep I was talking <laughs> to my friends and they were like yes Amber that is literally you because apparently when I am half asleep or really sleepy my voice gets higher and I just start being very nonsensical which is exactly what happens to Baymax so I need to see this. <laughs> you never see me to... half asleep? I don't think so. Oh gosh. I mean, I don't do it very often. I try to avoid people when I'm like that. But I've been told I'm quite comical when I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> Maybe okay. one day when we have like 50 listeners, I'll do one of these episodes sleep deprived and you'll be able to hear. How about that? Okay, I'll do that. That sounds good. That sounds good. I, see, I can get behind that. I can't get behind pushing back Frozen. I mean, I'm only pushing it back for 100. So people want to no. watch Frozen, then they need to get their friends to listen to us. Oh Danny, you listening? 
Anyway. Anyway. So Hero sneaks Baymax into the house past his aunt, who honestly is winning in the observation department by missing all of it. (laughs) It's that classic scene of the parents do not see the one thing that they should definitely notice. Yes. Um, So Hero gets Baymax up the stairs without his aunt being none the wiser. Is that how you... Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And so once upstairs, Baymax uploads information and decides that he now knows how to help somebody process grief. And so he gives him a hug and tries to contact his friends. But Hero decides instead that they're going to give Baymax an upgrade. Yes, so because there's the- only there's only one way to really help his grief, and that's to catch the man the nanobots because obviously he has something to do with his brother's death an upgrade he teaches him some karate and gives him a new set of armor and then they return to the warehouse to fight the man but and the warehouse is empty and we know this as he's going toward the warehouse he seems to be being followed Mm -hmm. there's a car that's following behind him but they make it to the dock and his microbot goes flying off into the and and then the mask comes and he's carrying some sort of machinery yes he's kind of he's kind of preparing to fight he gets baymax away and he's like okay baymax here we go we're about to do this and but the nerd crew his four friends from the institute all show up to help him because Baymax called him earlier they have no idea what's going on they just know Hero what are you doing out here they're they're here to support you and everything's gonna be a-okay yes 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 and Hero's like ha no leave (laughs) the man he's Hero's like wait Baymax can take him while everyone's piling into the van and then Baymax gets hit and stuck to the roof of the van. Because Baymax cannot take him. <laughs> so then Wasabi decides correctly to start driving to get away. <laughs> Wasabi is not who you want to get to be your runaway. No. Right. No. He seems to be following the letter of the law, which is good. I, think he's bre- I mean, he's breaking the speed limit, but besides that... He's not. He stops her for a red light. And as Gogo correctly mentions, there are no red lights. And they're quickly getting called up to by the man in the mask. Gogo takes over the driving instead. Mm-hmm. And use Fast and Furious like car chase sequence. Which was for that. It's so fast. Um, we're in. We're halfway there. <laughs> A little half, a little over halfway because it's not quite two hours yet. Yeah, but we're at we're at time step fifty one, and we haven't talked about them falling in the water yet. So at the end of the car chase, they fall into water. If you're following (laughs) along at home, all of them, and they follow Fred to this really fancy big mansion. Ooh, 
I think Fred is joking because have we explained who Fred is? I don't think we have. Do you want to call the weird one of the group who just seems crazy? Not honey, honey lemon crazy, but (laughs) yeah, he likes superheroes. He's very into that. He's the school's mascot, but he doesn't actually go to school there. It seems like Uh, he gave everyone their nickname. Yeah. He's dragged all of them soaking wet to this mansion where he's greeted by the butler. The butler seems interesting. A butler, huh? Yeah. And so so you get to find out that Fred is the son to these really wealthy people. He's the son of Stan Lee. Yeah, Stan Lee and another person. Did they say (laughs) who the wife is or is it just a random person? I think it's just a random person. Look, the important one is Stanley. Well, obviously. Movie though, but we love cam. We love Stanley cameos. We do love Stanley cameos. Mm-hmm. You guys, do you, I mean, do you know that meme that's been going around of um, Leonardo DiCaprio and he's like sitting down with his chair up and he's pointing at the screen. I'm about to send it to you if you don't. I don't. Mm, I'm about to send it to you, but if anyone else knows what I'm Remember, about, I don't mean very much. I live under a rock. A chemical engineering major who is doing a Disney podcast. I don't know how much lamer I can get, Kiki. I don't very much. What does that, what does that make me? You at least like the meme I'm talking about. It's basically how everyone reacts when they see Stan Lee in the movie, a Stan Lee cameo. <laughs> to this room and they realize wow Fred you're you're rich and you're very obsessive with heroes so then while trying to figure out what to do Baymax mentions the fact that he has the attack the villain decides that Baymax needs an upgrade and he also decides to upgrade the nerd crew because you know, we gotta take down the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Gets an upgrade akin to their specialties. Which is very, um, very cool of Hero. It is. So, Gogo gains extra speedy wheels that are electromagnetically attached to her that she can also have throwing discs. Something she's been working on and basically it looks like Hero helped her Then for Wasabi, they take his lasers and turn them into blades on his hand. He's the only one I'd want to be in control of something that strong. It's (laughs) been shown to be able to cut through metal. It's a purse that apparently has a bunch of different chemicals in it. And so by clicking on their periodic table element buttons they get combined so that she can make different types of chemical there's this foam that seems to catch people she makes ice there's fog that's funny i sent her the meme yeah i just got the meme and i now appreciate it and i am like that although i'm more like there's stan lee like where's waldo is kind of more how i take it you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he always comes at like the most unexpected times too. Yeah. 
And then Fred gets a monster suit, which is inspired by a monster that he liked from his comic books. He learns he has super jumping and fire. Baymax gets a complete upgrade on his suit. Yeah, Baymax gets a new suit. He gets the ability to fly and he gets a new scanner so he can find the bad guy. Yep. So after all the upgrades, we have another montage of them training, trying to get used to their powers, which in like a day. <laughs> yeah. These kids are pretty quick moving when it comes to building things. Yeah. Baymax uh, and Hero, they go scan the whole city. Well, first, the- Hero teaches Baymax how to fly, which that's a whole montage scene of them enjoying that. It's really nice. And it's in the Zenimation, if y'all ever get to hear the Zenimation episodes, because, you know, <laughs> things happen and things do either occur. Either I'll find a way to do wizard magic on it, or we will re- record it. Which, like, wouldn't be such a big deal. I mean, except they're not going to have all the fresh, witty banter. They're mm-hmm. doing the banter. Banter. Yeah, but I mean, I only have so much good banter. The rest of it's just eh. Mm-hmm. And then while they're chilling on the balloons they have in the sky, I think. Up the body signal that matches the bad person. And so they go and get the team. Absolutely love wasabi. So everybody seems really hyped and they're going to go get the bad guy. And wasabi is the only one who's like, "Uh, guys, why are we doing this? What are we doing? What's going on here? (laughs) Yeah. And so they go to this island that's under quarantine, which, you know, means bad, stay away, which Wasabi is happy to point out. And everyone else is like, it's okay. We'll got it. It's okay. And then we see them trying to get into the building and we see Wasabi trying to cut a circle. I just don't understand why he didn't, like, cut a square. Why did he just do a giant rectangle? Because he was thinking, you know, like, circular, just cut it out, get a little loop. He's still, like, it wouldn't have been a perfect circle, but he still could have did a pretty good circle. Hey, you don't know what type of resistance you get cutting with lasers through a big steel metal door, okay? It might take okay. a little bit of practice. <laughs> had all afternoon to practice. I know, right? That's perfect time to get trained. <laughs> and they discover something. It, uh, they- yep, they discover a video of the entrepreneur showing the government. A test. So, uh, let's take a pause here. The entrepreneur was the man who tried to get Hero to sell back, sell out earlier in the movie at his showcase, and he's the man that Fred believes is behind the mask because he wanted Hero's nanobots, and now the guy in the mask has them. And yep. so he's shown on old security footage demonstrating a portal that seems to have been built. However, during the test, things went awry. Human testing, they did human testing, and that person sadly did not make it back. 
the man in the mask comes out to fight them. Yes. yes. And no, no one's prepared. Of course not, because they've only had afternoon to train. Yeah, and so they don't fight very well. Hero does man Hero and Baymax do manage to knock him over and knock the mask off. And who do we see? Well, who do you think we see? Professor? We, we, but I thought he died. Well, that's what Hero thought too, and he was quite unhappy at this discovery. Hero was so unhappy that he went his human health assistant to turn him into a killer machine instead. To kill Callahan until Honey Lemon is able to restore his proper programming. Yes, all throughout him trying to kill Callahan, uh, everyone is just like, no, 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 stop. This isn't good. No, not at all. And so Callahan escapes. Storms off with Baymax. Yes, looking for him. Um, don't understand, which I have to say, given the fact that it's two, maybe three weeks now since his brother's death. Yeah. So I can't say it. I can blame him. I mean, I definitely um, can. I mean, this is a 14-year-old boy who's been given a robot that he's turned into a killing machine. Who's just lost his last immediate family. Right. And... Like, he's all the loss of his parents, and now he's lost his big brother. Do we And he thought here... his big brother die to save the person who's stealing his microbots. Looking for... Well, they go back to the garage first to give Baymax a couple of touch-ups. Yes, yes, yes. And Baymax refuses to let Hero remove his programming. Because he's four. Yeah. And shows him all the videos of Tadashi trying to create Baymax. Which probably wouldn't need him. Yeah. And it was really funny. And then, mm-hmm. because we're watching a movie, his friends... Perfectly timed show up right afterwards to well, comfort Fred them. Fred called the helicopter. Fred called the helicopter. Exactly. Although, why Honey Lemon wouldn't have been able to like help them just get across the sea with her? I mean, the base pretty big and pretty um little uh, wavy. <laughs> <laughs> What's the verb form of wavy? <laughs> Whoosh. Yeah, very active and very baby. We're going to go with that for now. (laughs) Since I'm smart, people. So the friends had found this flash drive of information. And the flash Mm -hmm. drive showed that the test pilot was the daughter of Callahan. Made it back. Things make a lot more sense. And his friends gear up for one final big boss battle at the reveal of the entrepreneur's new site. Which doesn't seem to be going well. Yeah. Somebody's building a portal and sucking it all away. Really bad timing. Because Professor Callum's everything all those years ago and now... He's going to make him watch everything he cares about get ripped away from him too. Yep. Rowing crew show up and they start to fight. Can I just say, Professor Callahan is kind of a hypocrite. Yeah. 
you're talking about how this man made you lose your daughter, but you literally like you're the reason why Hero lost his brother. So and he wasn't very sympathetic about it either. Mm-mm. Like, but Tadashi died because of you. He wasn't even that sympathetic about it. Not exactly. Does not exact thing kind of happen? Yeah. Although I do now that we've shown who Callahan is, I'll go back to him making the microbots. I think we're to assume that he was able to uh, setting off a portal that's going to suck away all the buildings. Aren't you going to like take some people with you? Engineer them? Give that they were based off of technology that he designed. I got you. That's why, I was, that's why I was like, oh yeah, that would make sense. If Hero basically used just use his stuff as a basis to go off of. Yeah. And he just never thought before to do that. Mm-hmm. And then if he just reverse engineered it and he had a machine that looked like it was making them nonstop. So nonstop for over two weeks can make quite a lot of microbots. Yes, it can. But at the middle of the battle, Hero is about to be sucked into the portal when he discovers that the microbots are also getting sucked into the portal. And so, and hey, new plan. Because everyone's down on their knees. Everyone is like, what are we going to do? They're at the end of their wits. And Hero's like, hey. Look at this. Use your big brains and look at this from a different angle. Which is a throwback to what his older brother told him when he was creating the microbots to begin with. And son, you know, kick butt. They turn, they turn the battle around. Yeah, instead of going for the mass, they begin to just start destroying the microbot structure, causing the microbots to be sucked into the portal, till eventually all of the mic gone. Yep. I think this is the moment we see Baymax, or, uh, no. We defeat Callahan and we take away the mask. Crashing on the ground. Right. So we see Baymax take a look at the portal and realize, hey. There's a human signature coming from inside the portal. Yes. What does Hero do? He follows after his brother and goes into the portal. Well, I believe also says that he has to go into the portal and Hero decides to go with them. Hero can just be like, nah, Baymax, you got this. Yeah, that's true. He was was probably inspired considering what his brother did. Or he was just like, if you're going to risk yourself, I'm tired of everyone leaving me behind, so I'm coming with you. Yeah. Through all of the junk that has been sucked through the portal, (laughs) and they find the pod that has Callahan's daughter in it, and they begin to start pushing it out. They get hit. Piece of building, I think, is technically what it is. He loses his armor, the thrusters are damaged, and there's now no way for him to fly them out. Unless. Comes up with an idea. Unless a very smart robot comes with the idea to use his fists, his armor, to push them out. So he uses his propulsion fist to push Hero and the pod out. Sacrificing himself. Before doing that, he asked Hero to end complete. To shut down. Yeah. By saying he is satisfied 
with it. Honestly, Hero once again has lost somebody. Mm-hmm. So, Hero, Callahan's daughter, are have safely arrived back to their dimension. Callahan is arrested. Which that just makes Callahan even worse because he he killed Hero's daughter. wasn't Isn't even dead, you know. Well, yeah, but you don't necessarily. A credit same thing like he was justifying his actions I'm just saying he was doing it for his daughter it's, it's just hypocrite Hero while fiddling with the fist from Baymax realizes that he still has the coding chip Baymax and that is what he uses to create Baymax again yep he helps rebuild him he, he, he remakes him. He doesn't help rebuild him. Mm-hmm. Lovely scene of Hello Hero, which means Baymax has all of his memories. Right. Except for karate. I'm assuming he no longer has karate. But he comes it, it, it looks like so it looks I'm assuming like they only got a karate chip. Chip. So. Remade the karate chip. <laughs> Probably because we see at the end they're talking about them being heroes, so I guess we can assume mm-hmm. that they uh, they decided to become heroes. Right, which there is a follow-up TV series that I'm assuming covers this. I was wondering about that. I had heard something about that, but you know, sometimes when they go and make TV series of movies, it's, it's not a good thing. Cough, cough. Immortal Instruments. Cough, cough. <laughs> That is true. Although, I mean, the movie wasn't perfect either. But I do love how they do an after credit scene. Oh, of course they do, because they have Marvel now. Right. <laughs> and so this was not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But since it came with Marvel and they were concerned about people staying they made the end credit scene which emphasizes Fred's dad being Stan Lee and also being a superhero <laughs> fanatic and it's really cute they do something together because early in their movie um, at the showcase Fred was talking about uh, with underwear he he wore some in the front Mm-hmm. In the back, he goes inside out, and in front and back again. Yes. <laughs> and so the TV series came out in 2017, it looks like, according to just, what popped up just, on my Disney Plus. 2017 through 2019. There are two seasons of it so far. No, because like I said, sometimes those, those TV series are bad. Cough, cough whether or not the series was good. I feel like it should have been left alone in the movie universe, you know? Mm-hmm. Because there's only so much you can do in the TV series that that will fit in the movie and will be fine. But you're just you're just for this universe that doesn't need to be pushed out more, you know? Right. You did good with the movie. Make another movie. You don't need to make a series. It's true. But... Which- I mean, sequel movies aren't always the best. And I do understand 
I haven't watched the series. Do keep in mind when I'm making this commentary, I'm completely making it from a um, unknowing state of ignorance, which is my favorite state of being. <laughs> they, um, if they follow the comic format, then I think the series would be good. Okay. You have like the X-Men series and everything. So this coming from a comic book, it might not be that bad. When they do stuff like that, cough, cough, Avatar, The Last Airbender, cough, cough, it comes out amazing. But do we get... Okay, so I've never clicked on the Disney section thing. And so every time you click on one of the sections, their opening audit shows up. So you have the castle with the fairy flyover and Pixar... The um little lamp comes and does his little thing. I got what you mean. I didn't realize that happened. I've never actually just section that's by studio. I'm always looking it up or going to movies and series. So that was a happy discovery for me. That's cute. Wise, I feel like it could be good. Once again, cough, cough, Avatar The Last Airbender, cough, cough. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're just, I feel like just solely basing it off a movie. I know what I'm gonna have us do. Yep, I was just about to say, did you guys hear that? That was her. (gasps) Here comes our next movie. Oliver and Company is on Disney Plus now. Confession? I've never seen that. Well, you're gonna watch it and you're gonna love it, and it's so good. (laughs) Okay. So we're gonna watch Oliver and Company for the next week's episode, and I am so excited. It's excited since The Princess Bride, and that was three episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you haven't had your ears blown out since then. This one to make it onto Disney Plus because it wasn't on here at least when it originally started. I don't think there was a hot second when I didn't look on Disney Plus for a minute, but it's so good. Oh my goodness. I no. used to watch it in my grandparents all the time. When all I did was watch Kim Possible. We need to cover Kim Possible eventually. Do that. Um, you know what? Uh, I'll figure out a way to get in contact with everyone at this, but maybe we should do a poll. Do you want, do you want like an episode a season? One episode of the entire thing. I mean, I have to do like a couple of episodes to fill up our normal time slot as an episode. <laughs> By series, and then you also have the different movies or... Like, say, season one and each of us picks our favorite episode to talk about. Oh. Like, season. Yeah. Discussion for another day and another time. So, this was Cheers to the Mouse. Um, Thank you for listening. Hope you're doing well. Good luck with all the COVID stuff. Yes. um, And currently, what's going on? Because it is June 2nd. Uh, There, for everyone who is protesting, please be safe. Where um, there's all types of things on Twitter right now to help with those protesting that tells you things like turn your phone on airplane mode and there are phone numbers out there down on your arm just in case you get arrested or anything like that so when you before you go protesting just so you can be the safest that you can be right and those around you who are dealing with tough times right now 
This is really just a good time for us as a species and intergenerations to work together. I know we're starting to come out from quarantine and they're starting to get active more and just help those that you know that are struggling because they've been out of work for a really long time.